Father, you call us to listen to your Son, but at times we do not wish to hear. He tells us to forget our comfort when others are in need, to take the role of a servant when we would rather seek power, to forgive and to heal when we harbor injury in our hearts. He tells us to love you without reserve and to love our neighbor as ourselves. Please give us the strength to listen to his words. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. A reading from the book of the prophet Daniel. As I watched, thrones were set up, and the Ancient One took his throne. His clothing was snow bright, and the hair on his head as white as wool. His throne was flames of fire and wheels of burning fire. A surging stream of fire flowed out from where he sat. Thousands upon thousands were ministering to him, and myriads among myriads attended him. The court was convened, and the books were opened. As the visions during the night continued, I saw one like a son of man coming on the clouds of heaven. And he reached the Ancient One and was presented before him. The one, like a son of man, received dominion, glory, and kingship. All peoples, nations, and languages serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion and shall not be taken away. His kingship shall not be destroyed. The word of the Lord. A reading from the second letter of St. Peter. Beloved, we did not follow cleverly devised myths when we made known to you the power and the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but we had been eyewitnesses of his majesty. For he received honor and glory from God the Father when the unique declaration came to him from the majestic glory This is my Son, my beloved with whom I am well pleased. We ourselves heard this voice come from heaven while we were with him on the holy mountain. Moreover, we possess the prophetic message that is altogether reliable. You will do well to be attentive to it as to a lamp shining in a dark place until dawn dawns and the morning star rises in your heart. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus took Peter, James, and his brother John and led them up a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became white as light. And behold, Moses and Elijah appeared to them, conversing with him. Then Peter said to Jesus in reply, Lord, it is good that we are here. If you wish, I will make three tents here, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, behold, a bright cloud cast a shadow over them. Then from the cloud came a voice that said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. 
When the disciples heard this, they fell prostrate and were very much afraid. But Jesus came and touched them, saying, Rise, and do not be afraid. And when the disciples raised their eyes, they saw no one else but Jesus alone. As they were coming down from the mountain, Jesus charged them, Do not tell the vision to anyone until the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. The story is told of a woman who went to see a marriage counselor. She sat down on a comfortable couch and proceeded to uh, tell him what she came uh, for, and uh, he didn't say anything for a long while, but kept taking notes very diligently on his pad. And uh, then at the end of the session, she looked at him and she said, Wow, I'm really impressed, impressed with you. I wish my husband listened to me the way you do. So we know, of course, that listening is very important especially because we know when we listen what happens to our relationships, to us as, as people. And when we don't listen, we also know what happens, how, how things suffer, how our relationships suffer. So today we heard that God himself said at Jesus' uh, transfiguration, this is my beloved son, listen to him. Very important message. How do we listen? We know that Jesus' voice is not the only voice out there, that the secular world also talks to us. Who do we choose? What voice do we listen to and follow? Because in Hebrew, the word listen is Shema, which means not only to listen, but to act on what we hear. So God said, this is my beloved son, with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. These same words were also heard when Jesus was baptized in the Jordan River by John the, John the Baptist. God confirmed the identity of his son. He wanted the disciples at, at, on the transfiguration, on the mountain of transfiguration, to know this is how I look at my son. God, our Heavenly Father, said this about Jesus. So he wanted them to have the same opinion, so to say, or to have the same uh, uh, outlook on, on this person. Because we know that some people refer to Jesus as the son of a carpenter. That's all he was to them, especially those in Nazareth where Jesus grew up. We know him. We know his father and mother, brothers and sisters, and things like that. They would find, find it offensive when he got up in the synagogue and started preaching to them. No, this is a carpenter. We can't listen to him. We know those who did what happened to them. Their lives were transformed. And that's the whole point of this celebration. If we want to experience our own transformation or transfigurations of our lives, the only way it will happen is when we listen to Jesus and act on what he tells us. So the, the transfiguration event is not only supposed to happen to Christ, but more importantly to us. Even in the first reading, we heard, we heard that Daniel predicted this event. Daniel uh, was one of the great prophets. Perhaps you will remember him in the lion's den. That's perhaps the most famous story about him. He would not betray his God, the God of Israel, he would not give up his faith, so they threw him in the lion's den among hungry lions. Yet, he was untouched. God showed his power, revealed his power in that moment. So Daniel knew what suffering meant, what stress meant. Because for the Jewish people at that time, they were suffering greatly. They were told by the, the king of Babylon, you give up your God, you give up your faith. If not, you die. So you can imagine what a choice that was. So Daniel said to them, I know what you're going to, through. I know your stress. I know what, 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 this, what this means to you. 
So remember, even if you lose your life, God will give you another life that nobody can take away from you. So he was encouraging them to stay strong, not to betray their God. Again, very important message, very timely message, because those betrayals still happen. So that's why in the second reading, Peter very courageously said, I was there, I was there on that mountain where Jesus was transfigured. I saw with my own eyes, I heard with my own ears. We do have eyes, we do have ears. What do we see, what do we hear? And then how do, how do, we, apply, <clears throat> how do we apply it to our life? Because we know there are good things out there, there are also bad things. So to be pleasing to God, we, we only must choose, of course, what is good. God said it very clearly, this is my beloved son. And he wants to say that about, about us too. This is my beloved son, this is my beloved daughter. So on the mountain, Jesus, first of all, we have to look, look at the details that the story provides. It is Jesus who leads them up the mountain. They follow. And then when they are there on top, it is so good that Peter says, let us build three tents. But Jesus doesn't say, okay, do it. We're going to stay here for a while. No, he says, no, we must go down to the, mount, to the valley where people need us. Yes, it was good to be on the mountain because you see the world around you for, from a different perspective. You see it in a different view. So Jesus wanted them to experience it, but he, then he told them, no, we must go down. And you know what happened? If we continued reading, at the bottom of the mountain when they came down, there was a father waiting for Jesus, saying to him, help my son, he is possessed by a demon. And Jesus, of course, ministered to him. So he was teaching his, his followers, this is where people need us. Yes, it is good to be on the mountain to recharge ourselves to gain a different perspective on what we need to do. But eventually, we must come down. It is in the valleys, in the happy valley where we live, that people need our ministry, right? Happy valley will be only made happy or happier if we do our part. So Jesus called his friends. This is where God needs us. God needs us among his people. And if we do that, that we will certainly be pleasing. Our lives will be pleasing to him. So. The three tents that Peter wanted to build were unnecessary. Why? Because God wants to live not in tents. He wants to live in us. And if he does it, what happens? Our own transfigurations happen, transformations. And through us, the world around us is transformed to some extent as well. So let us remember that story. Let us remember that we are those that Jesus leads up. He brings us here where he shares his life-giving words with us and his body and blood. And then he tells us, now you go. You, you have been nourished. You have been given my words. You listened, now you, you live. And, of course, what happens? If we do that, that, as I said, transfigurations happen in our daily lives. So let us be encouraged by what Jesus did. It was not so much for him that he needed to be transfigured. It was for the, to strengthen the faith of his followers because a few weeks later, Jesus died on the cross. So they needed to be reminded, this is not a carpenter that is dying. It is the Son of God that's dying for your sins on the cross. So we come here to also look at our, our life, our world, with different eyes, spiritual eyes, eyes of faith. And then God invites us to go down to the mountains. Yes, it was good for Jesus and the apostles to be there because there was quiet. There were no requests, please help us do something, we need your help. 
There were no, no requests, they were alone. But when they came down, those requests started again. And they meet those requests. They met them and of course the world was transformed because of the ministry they, had, they, they offered. So let's do the same. As Jesus transfigures us, if we, if we allow him to do that, we will be more and more like him. Is there anything better that can happen to us? Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org.